And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the CN Farm Advisory Council calls on government to ensure reliable rail service after blockades cause major disruptions. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy. Wind south 20, becoming west 40, gusting to 60, then northwest 60, gusting to 80. Late this afternoon, it's going to be windy. The high today, plus 5. Tonight, 60% chance of light snow, late this evening and overnight. Wind northwest 60, gusting to 80, diminishing to 40, gusting to 60 tonight. The low, minus 5. Wind chill, minus 13 overnight. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy. Wind northwest 20, becoming southeast 20 early in the afternoon. The high plus 4 Thursday. Windy and the low minus 4. Friday, sunny with a high plus 12. The low minus 1. Saturday, rain showers or flurries. The high plus 1. The low minus 13. Sunday, partly cloudy. The high minus 7. The low minus 14. Monday, partly cloudy. The high minus 3. The low minus 8. Tuesday, sunny, the high plus 2. Normal high is minus 3, the normal low minus 14. The sun rose at 7.35 this morning. It sets at 6.45 tonight. And around the province, Estevan is plus 3, Saskatoon plus 1, Swift Current plus 1, Weyburn plus 3, Yorkton minus 2. The hot spot is Moose Jaw at plus 4. The cold spot, Buffalo and Arrows at minus 9. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 4, that's plus 4, that's 38 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 21. Humidity is 82%, the barometer dropping 99.7. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, plus 4, winds are from the west at 31. Once again, Regina, cloudy and plus 4, that's 38 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. CN Rail Agricultural Advisory Council is calling on government, both provincial and federal, to support reliable rail service. CN Advisory Council Chair Alana Cook of Edenwold says recent rail blockades have taken a heavy toll on farmers across Western Canada. She says farmers need a reliable rail service. I mean, and, and I mean, it's CN Rail, but obviously all all uh, railway networks in the country because we saw the blockades impact uh, both railways, but particularly CN. What kind of toll has this had on farmers? Well, I mean, at this point, of course, we have no estimates, but we know it'll be in the multi-million dollar range. Um, you know, it has impacted already deliveries. We know that we've definitely lost sales for our product. We know, of course, we're waiting to be paid. And then, you know, the the other impact that we know is coming is that the inputs we're going to need at seeding time aren't going to get delivered in time either because of the backlog. So, uh, when we think about the short-term impact, let alone the long-term impact of potential loss sales because of a damaged reputation, we know it is multi-million dollars in damage. CN says recovery is just getting underway, but there's still a backlog, you say? Oh, absolutely. CN had commented yesterday that they believe that there are about 10,000 carloads behind and that grain exports are going to be you know probably the most severely impacted so while recovery is underway and we acknowledge that uh, CN has done all it can in recovery efforts we we know that the complex backlog 
is going to be a real challenge. And, you know, the other issue is it's, it's always going to be difficult to catch up because those weeks of shipping are lost in the system. We know the system is always running very close to maximum as it is. So the challenge will be is how do we get in those, you know, additional shipments now when we've lost all of that time because of the illegal blockades. So could it be months to catch up? Well, we're hoping it'll be weeks, but the challenge is, you know, it could it could be into more than that and, and lead into months because, of course, we still could have some challenging winter weather to come. And, uh, you know, what is really key in this is that we need to ensure that, you know, no more blockades occur. If they do, they need to be swiftly removed. We need to have the rule of law, uh, you know, absolutely be enforced in Canada. And we need to make sure that all parties, yes, the railway, but definitely government, understand that they have a role to play here to restore service and to ensure that we can once again become respected as a reliable exporter. And, you know, that's absolutely fundamental that the government, particularly the federal government, understands they've got a a really important role to play here, let alone also thinking about what are some of the long-term infrastructure investments they need to make here at the Port of Vancouver to make sure that we are making the most of the resources and allow, you know, sort of catch up long-term on that reputation. That's going to be really key as well. So you're asking for the government to provide some kind of support for infrastructure? Yeah, I mean, long term, what we're saying is that there needs to be a plan put together on how uh, railway service and the port is going to continue to modernize and is going to continue to serve Canada's exporting needs. I mean, you know, Vancouver is Canada's port. It's not just serving grain. It's serving all imports and exports coming in and out of here. And we need to make sure that important critical infrastructure is invested in. And we've seen some investment from the federal government that occurred after the big 2013-14 crisis occurred. And so we need to once again see the federal government invest in that critical infrastructure here in Vancouver. Alana, we've reached you at a major conference, farm conference in Vancouver. What are you hearing there? Yes, I'm at the Canadian Crops Convention here in Vancouver, and certainly, I mean, there there are many farmers here, as well as, of course, the broad industry is represented, the full value chain. And, of course, we're at a, a pretty difficult time in the industry. There's still lots of optimism for the future as far as how agriculture can grow the economy and knowing that, you know, Canada has an absolute role to play. But, you know, we've been impacted by, first, the strike on CN and then, you know, some of the challenging weather, now these illegal blockades, which are unprecedented and completely unacceptable, you know, let alone the impact of the coronavirus and some of the the price impacts, which are are pretty devastating for farmers. So I would say it's cautious optimism, but, you know, looking ahead, planning, how are we going to continue to be competitive and make sure that we can be leading edge and world class in the Canadian agriculture industry. Alana Cook farms at Edenwold and is chair of the CN Rail Agricultural Advisory Council. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. A day-long farm conference will be held in Weyburn on Friday. 
The Crops Extension Specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says topics range from crop marketing to production problems. Oh, I'd like to invite all kinds of producers and agronomists who are interested in having a full, complete day of updates to the 2020 Weyburn Farm Update that, of course, as you said, is this Friday. It's going to be at the Weyburn Public Library starting at 945. And we're bringing in a really good speaker to talk about advanced marketing strategies. Uh, John DePap from Farmers Advanced Risk Management Company is coming in from Winnipeg. And we're having our provincial insect specialist is going to talk about what insect issues producers might want to be uh, up on for the 2020 season. Clark Brenzel, our provincial weed specialist, is going to talk about uh, harvest weed seed management and a new concept in, in weed control. It's, it's, it's a new idea of how you can do some of your weed control issues. And, of course, uh, crop insurance is going to have their latest updates. And, of course, we all know there were some changes in the programs this year, so they'll be there to talk to us. Uh, our provincial disease specialist, Barb Ziesman, she's going to give us an update on club root and blackleg. Fortunately, it has not yet been officially found here in the southeast, and we would like to keep it that way. So this gives farmers a really good update on what they can do for prevention and, and thinking about biosecurity. If you haven't got your seed tested yet for the coming year, Bonnie Ernst from Prairie Diagnostic Labs out of Weyburn is going to talk about how important that is. Ken Evans, our own provincial program specialist, is going to give you an update on, of course, the CAP programming funding available opportunities. And our good friend Judy Elias is going to talk about the Canadian Grain Commission and how a lot of the issues that have been going on with marketing out there with producers, how she can help you with their sample program and other ways through the Canadian Grain Commission. It's going to be a whole day-long activity uh, starting, at, like I said, at 9.45. We're going to conclude about 4:30. we will provide lunch there is a cost of 40 dollars, but you know it's going to be well worth it and if anybody's interested they can go on to eventbrite and sign up or they can even call my office at 306-848-2857 and let our uh, service representative uh, take their name and and let us know that you're going to come so we can uh, plan for a fantastic day on friday so do they have to pre-register or can they just turn up they can just turn up but i always like an idea so we know how money chairs and tables to set up in the room downstairs it's in the uh, griffin gallery down at the Weyburn public library so it's kind of nice if they do pre-register but of course i know sometimes people don't know what their plans are going to be for the day if you just all of a sudden wake up friday morning and say you know what i want to go to that farm update you sure are welcome to come now uh, talking about harvest that we had last fall is there much crop still left out in the field in southeastern saskatchewan (sighs) You know, that varies from location to location. You get around the Kipling, Glen Avon area, there's still quite a bit out. You get down north of uh, Weyburn, you don't see as much. South of Weyburn, there's not that much to see either. But you get over in Lampman in that area where they had all those heavy rains in the fall, there's still quite a bit out in different areas. Once again, uh, some guys have been trying to get out in combine. I do know there was a little bit of it going on I, when we had sort of those breaks in January, but I haven't seen any lately. And, of course, now, you know, the... With some of these warmer days, people are trying, but hopefully they'll be able to get it out. And I know some of the quality isn't as bad as what uh, some people are thinking from what I'm hearing out and about. How is the snow cover in the southeast? Oh, that varies from area to area. I'm looking out my window here in Glen Avon. I've got six inches in my front yard. But you get over to Estevan, it's gone. You get uh, north of Weyburn, it's gone. You get over more towards Indian Head and Kendall. They've still got some snow cover there, so it's all over the board, of course, depending on how the, the snow came through. In some areas have gotten some decent snow. Like uh, We have other areas have gotten hardly any. Do you think farmers will likely get finished combining before they do spring seeding? I think so. I know a lot of them are really hoping, but once again, that's going to depend on what kind of a, how rapid of a thaw we have here. 
you know, if we can get some of this snow gone without it taking the frost out of the ground, some of these guys might get it done. But man, it, once again, it's going to be so dependent on the area that they're in and, and what their work schedule is too. Sherry Roberts is the Crop Extension Specialist in Weyburn. The Saskatchewan government has proclaimed this month as Agriculture Literacy Month in the province. Former Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart spoke in the legislature yesterday and said Agriculture Literacy Month brings farming into the classroom. He says students learn where their food comes from. Last year, classroom presentations took place in 216 schools in Saskatchewan and reached more than 9,000 students with the help of 234 volunteers. Ag Literacy Month brings producers and other industry professionals to the classroom to meet and educate students about the industry. Agriculture in the Classroom has coordinated classroom visits in Saskatchewan for several years, and we are grateful for their hard work and dedication. Mr. Speaker, their outreach helps students understand the hard work uh, our producers and others do to feed the growing population. Building public trust in agriculture is important and it's best to start this conversation early. This year students will learn about technology and its use in operations through hands-on activities and reading storybooks on the topic. Classroom visits are met with great enthusiasm and curiosity about agriculture. We should all recognize the importance of educating our youth about where their food comes from. I'd like all members to join me in recognizing the work done by Ag in the Classroom our producers, industry professionals, and other volunteers this month. Former Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart spoke in the Saskatchewan Legislature yesterday. Time now for Market Update, brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall's Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia, and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 260 at 422.38. Oats gained $4.69 at 175.42. Feed wheat dropped $3.67 at 182.70. Number one red spring wheat decreased 225 at 224.22. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 266.39. Feed barley, 176.67. Flax, 535.79. Lentils, 482.50. Yellow peas, 249.89. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is down four and three quarter cents at 5.29 and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Hello, Cattlemen. Junior for Heartland Livestock Services of Yorkton with your market report for the week of March 5th, 2020. My little buddy Harvey is laying in the sand this for the next two weeks, so I'm filling in his shoes. A lighter run this week with 1,575 in the pre-sort and 175,000 bulls on offer. On the feeder side of things, the heavier cattle are still under a lot of pressure, while the lighter cattle are selling steady to a little stronger than last week. Here are some highlights of today's sale. Nine block steers, 497 pounds at 247. 32 block steers, 633 pounds at 216. 
44 block steers, 714 pounds at $1.93. 28 block steers, 571 pounds at $231.75. And 43 block steers, 786 pounds at a buck eighty-one seventy-five. On the heifer side, the trade seems to be 20 to 25 cents back of their brothers. 39 block heifers, 494 pounds at $1.9875. 54 block heifers, 568 pounds at $1.8975. 92 block heifers, $639 pounds at $1.77 seven and a quarter, sixty eight block half for seven hundred and fourteen pounds at a buck sixty six. On the cow market, the cows were steady to last week, averaging 80 cents. We had a high of 91 on a real good, hard, high-yielding exotic cow. The bulls were steady also, averaging a dollar two and a half with a high of a dollar 21.50 on a 2,400-pound hard, big, black, exotic bull. Producers, we're running pre-sorts every week, so call in to pre-book and ask for any marketing assistance you may need. There is room in all of the upcoming sales, but they are filling up quick. Once again, this has been Junior for HLS of Yorkton. Thank you, and have a great day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,600 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 121 to 140 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,300 head, selling a range of 122 to 142 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down four basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3363. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.51 cents U.S. The seesawing that has recently been a feature of the U.S. cash market has appeared once again. Yesterday's values were all lower relative to the previous day, and today, U.S. cash markets are higher, with the Iowa, South Minnesota, Western Corn Belt regions making up almost all the previous day's losses, while the national is 63 cents U.S. 100 weight higher. And the outlook today, mainly cloudy, wind south 20, becoming west 40, gusting to 60, then gusting to 80 late this afternoon. The high today, plus 5. Windy and chance of light snow tonight. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, wind northwest 20, and a high of plus 4 and windy. In Regina, cloudy and 4, that's 38 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.